Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 343. I'm joined by Darth Wager in this one. And we give our college football picks for week two. Week two of college football. And then I'm joined by Nikki Guns, and we go through our NFL playoff predictions, division winners, wildcard teams, Super Bowl matchup, and Super Bowl winner for this upcoming 2019 NFL season. Remember, you can contact me with any comments and questions at Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast at Talk Gambling on Twitter, or you can email me at talkgambling at gmail.com. Don't forget to use MyBookieAG. Go to MyBookieAG, use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 50% sign-up bonus. You can sign up for the Super Contest. It starts Thursday, September 5th. The Packers, the Bears, the Super Contest. You pick five games per week against the spread. The winner wins $100,000. There's $150,000 in prizes. Sign up for that now. Don't forget to go to gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. All the free picks are there. The college football picks, the NFL picks, the Major League Baseball picks. Coming in October, November, NBA and college basketball picks are absolutely free. When you're there, click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. Buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. And don't forget I'm an author. The L.E. Armini series, Code Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You get it directly from the publisher, thewordverve.com. Or if you're Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite electronic reading device. Let's get to it. Let's see if Darth Wager can guess who's episode 343. Darth Wager, podcast number 343. Can you guess this athlete? He was in a Head and Shoulders commercial. Born in 1981, same age as you. Okay. Went to USC, was a strong safety. Played only for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He is in the College Football Hall of Fame. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, You know what? The guy with the wicked long hair on the Steelers. Yes, Troy Palomalu. He's Defensive Player of the Year in 2010 as well. So, good job. Guy with the long hair and the Steelers. <laughs> well, I mean, you said head and shoulders. It probably had to be someone with long hair. Yeah, that's true. I gave it away too quick for you. I, I'm going to be honest. I probably wouldn't have got the name. I, just, I pictured him in my head, but I couldn't picture the name. Yeah. So, a very good week for us in college football. For... Uh, well, I'm going to call the first week there. It covered two weekends. I called it week one. Uh, you went six and three. I went five and three. Everybody else uh, was at least one game over 500, so they're positive money, uh, even if it was only seven-tenths of a unit. But a a very good start for the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast, college football picks. So we move on to week two. And I'm going to start with the early game. Cincinnati at Ohio State. It opened up at 16.5 points. Cincinnati getting 16.5. It is still at 16.5. 
I'm taking the points with Cincinnati traveling to Ohio State. Not that far trip. Their coach, Luke Fickle, was nose guard for Ohio State. And he, he started 50 straight games. He was an assistant coach at Ohio State for 15 years. And he was interim coach for a brief time at Ohio State in 2011. His first year, he was 4-8. and eight. Huge jump last year. They went 11-2. and two. This guy might know what he's doing. So he's got a pretty good QB in Desmond Ritter. Probably one of the best in the American Conference. Pretty good running back in Michael Warren. 1,300 yards, 5.4 yards per carry. 19 touchdowns last year. A strong tight end, Josiah DeGuara. And, I mean, Ohio State is loaded. But if there is a weakness, it's the linebackers. And maybe they he can uh, get that ball to Josiah DeGuara a little bit and run the ball, control the clock. Pretty good linebacker in Perry Young. Defensive back, James Wiggins. Uh, defensive line's got a, a decent guy in uh, Majai Sanders. J.K. Dominance for Ohio State is very good. I understand. K.J. Hill, dynamic wide receiver. Last 10 years, the Ohio State Buckeyes are 37-32 and 32 as home favorites, but that number is skewed because in 2010, they went 8-0. and 0. Also, under their new coach during the bowl game and opening week, once Ohio State has gotten a big lead, he has really been judicious in playing his bench. And the other teams have come back and covered quite a bit. I'm going to take the 16 and a half points. I might actually wait until later in the week and see if I can get to 17. But I'm taking the Cincinnati Bearcats, getting 16 and a half, traveling to Ohio State for my first pick. I did not see. Did Ohio State end up covering? Ohio State did not cover last week against uh, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I agree with you. I, if it hits seventeen, I definitely take them right now. I, I would, I would. Um, I'm on your side. I, I see Cincinnati covering sixteen it, and a half is a lot of points for one of the top teams and another. Even even if it's not a top five. Divisions. Cincinnati should cover that sixteen and a half. Cincinnati beat UCLA in that Thursday night game, twenty four fourteen. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, I'm having trouble believing in Ohio State. It's a big drop off from Urban Meyer. Maybe they start buying in early, but I'm going to fade them early. Uh, yeah. Maybe they buy in later. I'm going to fade them early. I should say. I agree with you. I agree with you. Cincinnati Bearcats. All right. Let's go. Game two for me. If you jumped on this number earlier, you're better off than you are right now. Uh, This is Nebraska traveling to Colorado. The spread is still four. It's always been four. But the over-under was 62.5. It is now 65. And I jumped on the over at 62.5. Nebraska. Decent. 
middle of the road Big 12 team on line play, offense and defensive line. The Nebraska's defense is a work in progress. Uh, linebackers aren't so hot. Defensive backs are a little bit ahead of the rest of the game on the defensive side. Uh, but they do have a uh, second-year player, Adrian Martinez, and they played really well at the end of last year. They went 4-2 uh, and two in their final six last year. Uh, running back Maurice Washington, 5.9 yards per carry. Wide receiver J.D. Spellman had eight touchdowns last year. I think their defensive line is going to get better as the year goes on, so that's not really worrying me. Colorado won their opener against Colorado State. Uh, This is a second-year coach. Second-year for – I'm sorry, first-year coach Mel Tucker. Uh, He took the coordinators from university – no, he didn't take the coordinators. He took the um, quality control coaches on offense and defense from Georgia, where he's from, to be his offensive and defensive coordinators. Uh, They have a couple – Good defensive lineman, but beyond that, their defense is really young and a work in progress. They do have a, a very good wide receiver in KD Nixon. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game. Uh, they have another wide receiver, Lakisa Le- 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 Chenault, who got the game-winning touchdown against Nebraska last year. This game is in Colorado, but I'm taking Nebraska laying four points on the road in the high elevation, but I'm also taking the over as 60 as 65. You could have had it at 62 and a half on uh on Monday. But so that's my second and third picks, but only my second game. I'm probably gonna stay away from that game. If I was gonna go anything, it would probably be Colorado at home with getting four. Yeah, the, the that's what you're playing the uh, the the underdogs in home in these home games early, right? Yeah, it's a tough one, but I'll say I'm going to stay away from that one. Next one, Texas at home versus LSU. I'm sure you have an opinion on this. I am. I do have an opinion. I on am that. leaning in a direction. Go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say about this one because I I. I'm leaning in a direction. What's the point spread? The net, the point spread is now five. It was four and a half. LSU's getting five? No, Texas is getting five at home. Oh, my God. I can't, I can't bet against my Tigers. <laughs> I'm, I go, I'm going Moneyline Tigers in this game. Moneyline Tigers. All right. Which will probably be about minus 240, I'm guessing. Yeah, it won't be that bad. What is it? I, I haven't looked. I haven't looked yet. All right. Uh, that, that's uh, yeah. I this is a tough one, so I I'm I'm probably going to stay away from it. But LS LSU might have the best defense in college football. Their defense really good last week. Their defensive backs are just. I mean, I know that a bunch went to the NFL. They just they didn't just reload. They reloaded like with better weapons. Uh, who's the freshman? Uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Was it Derek Stingley? I think it's Derek Stingley. They said during bowl practices last year he was tearing it up. Um, their great defensive coach Dave Arnada. I know you love Ed Oregon, the guy from uh, what's it called? What's uh, from Waterboy? Waterboy. Uh, but 
Their offense scares me a little. Joe Burrow's a pretty good QB. Uh, they got Justin Jefferson at wide receiver. I guess that's a good combination. Uh, they have Leonard Fournette. Not Leonard Fournette, but Leonard Fournette in the backfield. He didn't get many carries last week. But, uh, yeah, Texas, though, Sam Ellinger, uh, this is going to be the best defense he faces all year. The Texas defense isn't bad. But their offensive line is not great, and I think that might be an issue for Ellinger getting pressure. And then you have that defensive backs that can really um, blanket Colin Johnson, their uh, star wide receiver. But it's tough for me to give five points to a Texas team at home, especially because they play really well as underdogs. So and LSU LSU's offense isn't exactly an offense that's gonna blow you out of the water. So if I'm gonna go anywhere in this one, I would go Texas, but I'm probably staying away from it. So we uh, so did the same thing. You with Texas with the points, I did LSU with money line. Yeah, I'm trying to find the money line for you real quick. I know it's a three thirty game. Texas, Texas, Texas. Yeah, it's not showing up for me. I don't know where it, I don't. I can't find it. I'm on my oh, bookie AG. It's because I'm rushing trying to find it. That's all good. Okay. Oh, I found it because it's, it's a 730 game. It's minus 210 money line. Oh, I was pretty close. Yeah. All right, next game. I'm going later at night. I'm going to the University of Washington. And the Huskies are are playing Cal. The spread is now 14. You could have had them at 13 on Monday. The over-under number was 44. It's now 43 and a half. And, of course, because I'm doing the podcast on Tuesday, I'm going to use the Tuesday lines. It's Cal minus uh, – it's Washington minus 14, and the under is 43 and a half. And that is where I'm going with that one. Uh, I really like Washington. They have a pro quarterback or a future Sunday – a future Sunday quarterback, Justin Hebert. Uh, they they have uh, Salvan Ahmed, who replaced uh, Miles Gaskin at running back. I'm sorry, they have Jacob Easton at quarterback. Not Oregon's got uh, Jacob East, Eason from Georgia as their quarterback. I was mixing them up with Oregon. My bad. Uh, they lost oh, a Cal. They lost a Cal last year, Washington, and they didn't give up an offensive touchdown. They lost twelve to ten. I, I know only two starters returned, but I think that Washington defense is not be able to handle that awful Cal offense. And, you know, Washington went one and five as home favorites last year. I think the worm turns this year and they start covering some of these home games. Cal's very good on defense, but their offense is absolutely terrible. Terrible. Uh, quarterback is an enigma. Offensive line is worse than Pac-12. No running game. I don't know how they're going to score. This They might score late if Washington calls off the dogs, but they might be pissed off. They lost 12 to 10. So I'm going to go with a 28 to 10 win for Washington. Take the under. Take Washington. That's my third and fifth picks, but only third game. Like anything in that game, Darth? I don't know. I'm, I'm off. I, I don't. I don't really like the Pac-10. No. 
Well, I'm, I'm staying with the Pac-10 for my next pick. It, oh, it, this nice this one this one's not really a pick. It's more of like a lean. I'm, I'm check the website to see if I go with it. Uh, Stanford and Cal, both uh, Stanford and USC, both teams had their quarterbacks hurt last week. Uh, KJ Costello got hit in the head, got knocked out. I think literally, and then for USC, their quarterback uh, his, uh, name is slipping my mind. JT Daniels. Uh, Torres ACL, I believe. So he's out. Offensive line, kind of a wash. They're both middle-of-the-road offensive line, which is kind of surprising for USC. They usually are better up front. USC's defense is pretty good. Defensive line is strong. Linebackers are strong. Defensive backs, not so much. But this is why I lead towards Stanford. They're getting two and a half points, but I lean towards them because I think their infrastructure is a little bit better then what's at USC and their ability to play with their quarterback out is probably a bit better. So I'm going to look more into Stanford as the week goes on and maybe some of that money from LA starts going on USC and then maybe I can get that three and a half points from Stanford later in the week. So I'm going to hold off on that one for now, but that's one to look at for your, uh, the, game at? the game is at USC. 10.30 at night, 10 on ESPN. It's my chaser game right there. Yep. I only have one more game, Darth. Okay. I'm going University of Central Florida. Hasn't lost a regular season game in two years. Going to Florida Atlantic University, who just covered against Ohio State. They got outscored 28-3, I believe, early. But then outscored Ohio State 21-17 to end the game. They have a Bama transfer, B.J. Emmons, but only have one carry versus uh, OSU. I think their offense is starting to click. They have a very good offensive line. I think they're going to do whatever they want on offense because Central Florida's defense, especially up front on defensive line, takes a step back this year. Their defensive backs are still good. But their D-line really takes a step back this year. This is their second year without Scott Frost at, at uh, coach as head coach. Florida Atlantic hung with USC, UCF last year. There was a three- or four-point game late in the second quarter, and then UCF scored right before the half, got the ball to open the third, scored again, and put the game away. Florida Atlantic is right with them. It was nine and a half yesterday. It's up to 10. Jump on it now. Florida Atlantic getting 10 in what could be UCF's first loss in two years in the regular season. I'm guessing it's at UCF. It's at Florida Atlantic. What? And it jumped up to 10? It jumped up to 10. The money line is plus 300, Darth. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. I'm going to have to side with you on that one. There we go. All right, Darth, do you have any other games that we should you want to mention? No, as of right now, uh, I have nothing to add because uh, my notes are all swallowed into uh, <laughs> the internet space. Cybernet. I'll have to check with uh, JeffreyBelanger.com. No, Ooh, just no. Kidding, just kidding. No. Gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. 
for my picks. Yes, GamblingTalkTalkPodcast.com has all the free picks. And AK-47, Nikki Guns will have their picks up there by Thursday. And bet on those. You'll win like you did last week. After you win, treat yourself. Buy yourself something nice on Amazon. There's an Amazon link at GamblingTalkTalkPodcast.com. Click on it. Buy yourself something nice. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. How about that, Darth? I like it. All right. Well, next up, we got Nikki Guns in our playoff predictions for the NFL. Nikki Guns, part two, NFL playoff preview, our predictions for the 2019 NFL season. Who's going to win each division? Who's going to be the wild cards? Who's going to who's uh, going to win the NFC championship, the AFC championship, and who's going to win the Super Bowl? Part one in podcast 342, Darth Wager, AK-47, and the Joker went. Now it's time for the Guns and Coach. To show who they think will make the playoffs in 2019. Guns, I'm not. You're, you're the guest. Do you want to start NFC or AFC? Uh, let's start NFC. Do you want to start in the West, the East, the North, or the South? We'll start in the South. Starting in the South. So my division champion for the South is none other than the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints. I think they are uh, loaded top to bottom, uh, pretty much selling out to win now. And I think they have the team, the coach, the quarterback to win the NFC South in a competitive division. Competitive division. I believe it will also be a competitive division. I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons. I've had Drew Brees in a football, a fantasy football league I've now no longer part of because my Yahoo uh, Mail wasn't updating to my phone, and uh, the guys kicked me out of the league because I wasn't updating my keepers, but I didn't see the email. So sorry, guys, if you're listening. It was inadvertent. Uh, and Drew Brees has, has been very up and down the last two years. I didn't like how he finished last year. I think they're a little bit thin everywhere now. And I'm going to go with the Falcons. I think that defense, as you talked about when we did the preview, is going to be much better this year. Devontae Freeman, healthy, finally. I think they've learned how to play without him and still score. Scoring's never been an issue for them. And having him as a bonus. So I'm going with the Atlanta Falcons to win the South this year. Matty Ryan, Matty Ice. Ice. North or West? We'll go West, young man. Going West, looking for gold. So this pick's a little influenced by uh, some recent activities, recent trades that just went down in the NFL. Um, I love Russell Wilson. I think he is just an absolute winner. The pickup of Clowney, their defense went from being questionable this year with their additions, add Clowney to that defensive line, and I look at that Seattle defensive line as being a strength. I like the Seattle Seahawks to nudge the Rams and win the NFC West. Wow. The Seattle Seahawks. You are the first person to take the Seahawks. I, I should have mentioned in the and uh, AK forty seven and Darth Wager also had the had the uh, Saints and the Joker had the Falcons. You're going with the Seahawks. You're going with the defense. I'm not sure they can score enough. 
to like the running backs are pretty good. Russell Wilson's pretty good. Not sure who he's going to be throwing the ball to. I'm going to stick with the Rams. I think maybe I know the Super Bowl loser always struggles the next year, and I almost went in that direction because of that. But I think McVeigh kind of looks at that as a positive, and he's going to spin it in a positive light. And I think it's a learning experience for them. I'm taking the Rams to take the West. And so did Darth Wager. So did AK-47. The Joker took the Niners. Wow. So I guess their defense can't get worse than last year with the Niners. Let's yeah. go north. I'm going to save the East for last. Let's go north. In the north, I think it's been a long time coming for Coach Zimmerman. I think uh, Cousins finally breaks his curse of uh, playing horrible against teams with winning records. Defense is loaded for bear, ready to roll. Offense, a, a healthy year of Dalvin Cook changes the way they do business. New offensive coordinator, running the ball, tight defense, big plays up top when they need it. I like the Minnesota Vikings to take the north. We're in agreement. I also have the Vikings. You got to know what you are. And Zimmer does. His offensive coordinators last year did not. They wanted to throw the ball a lot with their new toy, Kirk Cousins. Found a guy that's going to, hey, this is what we are as a team. Let's get it done this way. I am also with the Vikings. I hope they're kicking game. The trade for Vivek. They got Vivek, right, from uh, Baltimore. Hopefully yep. that cures their kicking problems. Me and you are the lone Viking. Uh, we're on Viking Island because the other three guys all picked the Packers. Not the Bears, huh? Not the, Nobody has the Bears. Wow. They all picked the Packers. I'm just concerned about that Packers defense. You know, everybody talks about Aaron Rodgers can't win on the road. The defense on the road gives up 32 points a game. Yep. Not many quarterbacks win when your defense is giving up 32 points a game. They've done a lot of in the offseason to try to fix that, but we'll see if they if it translates to the field. My favorite division, NFC East. The East. What you got? I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys oh, ho, ho. win the East in a runaway. Um, I think they're Zeke or no Zeke. They will run the ball with one of the best offensive lines in football. Agreed. I think getting their center back is going to be huge. Absolutely. Dak reminds me of uh, Wilson. He's just a winner. Um, sometimes he looks awful, but at the end of the game, he's making plays when he needs to. Uh, that defense is loaded and ready to play. Um, I actually have Dallas as the one seed in the NFC East. Uh, the NFC. Well, the one seed? The one seed. Very nice. Very nice. I have uh, the Cowboys as also the one seed in the in the NFC. I just love the defense. Sean Lee is coming off the bench for you. Yep. <laughs> That's just like, whew. That's going to be fearsome pass rush. They start off with three fairly easy games. I, I wouldn't call the Giants an easy game because it's a division game and an opener, and the Giants always seem to play them tough. Uh, the Zeke distraction, maybe it's like Emma Smith. They go 0-2, and then they get them back, and they just go hog wild. But I like the Cowboys as well. Darth Wager, AK-47, with Eagles. The Joker was the homer. He picked the Giants. I don't know what he's smoking. But uh, So we both have the Cowboys. Who you got for wild cards in the NFC? So my two wild cards in the NFC, 
are the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams. And the Hotlanta Falcons. Okay. So you got the Falcons. So I also had the Falcons. Yep. Uh, we just flip-flopped, you know, who's making the, the playoffs. I I do not have the Saints making the playoffs. Wow. I do not have the Seahawks making the playoffs. Okay. I do not have the Bears making the playoffs. I do have the Eagles. My number six seed, scratching out a wild card, the Detroit Lions. Wow. I, th- right. I think a team, Matt Patricia, knows what they are. Not going to make Stafford do as much as he had to in the past. I, I think the Lions are going to surprise some people this year. I like their schedule. I think they're going to get some things done this year. And I think the NFC is just going to beat each other up as well. And the West has very tough schedules. The South has very tough schedules. I think the Lions maybe sneak in with a 9-7 and seven record as a wild card. So I have the Lions making the the wild card. Uh, the only person who had the Bears was AK-47. Uh, and I'm the only one that had the Lions. The Niners, uh, Darth Vader, the Niners is a wild card. So we'll save the, the champion in the NFC for a, for a moment. Let's go to the AFC. You want to start West again? Sure. Let's go West. Uh, West, I'm going chalk here. Um, I think Kansas City is absolutely loaded. Uh, I think they are going for it now. Uh, Love the addition of the Honey Badger. We talked about this earlier. I just think uh, Kansas City's got everything in place. I have them winding up being the two seed in the AFC this year. Two seed. First round bye. First round bye. I do not have them getting a... uh First round by. That's a very tough schedule they have here compared to last year. I do have them winning the division. Uh, and everybody picked the Chiefs except for the Joker who picked the Raiders. Raiders. I don't know what the, I don't think the Joker's done much research other than watch hard knocks. Uh, but <laughs> hey, this is the NFL, so anything can happen. That's right. The South. Now, the South. Everybody picked and knew that Andrew Luck was out when we recorded this. So, AK-47, I'm not going to tell you what they did before. What do you got for the South? Well, that Luck uh, being gone, I think, is a huge blow for uh, the Colts. I do think Brissett will play fairly well. I think um, his coach will scheme a lot of stuff open for them. They'll they'll still be a decent team. Um I did not like the trade as far as the future goes for the Texans by acquiring uh, Tunsil. Two first-rounders. I mean. The guy from Miami, uh, with, with, uh, Flores, yeah. is like, I couldn't turn it down. He's rebuilding. He goes, I like Tunsil, but you're giving me two firsts. I can't turn that down. I don't blame him. He has set up to reload for when the Patriot dynasty folds. Um, but on the other hand, as far as this year goes, to get – Watson in that offense, a solid tackle. Their which, defense was fine anyway, so right. trading Clowney didn't hurt You're them. You're never going to find that at this time of the year. You're never going to find that period and to get a tackle of that quality in a yeah. trade. So do I think they gave up too much for it? Absolutely. But as far as this year goes, I think that's going to stabilize that line. I like the Houston Texans to win the South. We got a lot of differences of opinion in the South. In fact... 
<laughs> with all our picks, every team has been selected to win the South. I am the only one that takes the Titans. And I love that Titans defense. I think it's the second best in the NFL. Even with what Seattle did, I think maybe the Broncos defense might be the best. But the AFC South, the Titans made the playoffs last year. I know Mariota is a, a headache because he's always hurt. When he gets hurt, they were – I'm trying to look up the stats right now. I can't exactly get to it. But the, who they're bringing off the bench to play quarterback was not very helpful for them. No. In fact, it was a detriment. It was a, a huge step down, and they still made the playoffs, and he was always hurt. Now they bring in Tannehill. Now, is he a good quarterback? I would say no. He's not much of a downgrade from Mariota. In fact, the way he played in preseason, you might think maybe he's better. So I am not – I think what they did was, okay, we know what we have with Mariota. He's going to get hurt. He's going to miss six games. Let's find a good backup, and they did. And I think that makes a difference, especially with their defense. They find a way to win. I am taking the Titans to win the AFC South. You and the – Joker picked the Jag. Uh, I'm sorry, Darth Wager and the Joker picked the Jaguars. AK-47 stuck with the Colts, and of course you picked the Texans. So we got the whole the whole South covered. Whole we're gonna skip the we're gonna skip the North. We're gonna go right to the East. Uh, again, going chalk here. Um, I think the schedule this year is set up for the Pats to just absolutely steamroll. I, I, that never happens for them. No, I don't understand. Of course not. Um, so I have them as the one seed. Um, I'd be surprised if they lose more than three or four games all season. Um, try to keep Brady uh, healthy for the postseason. Uh, despite losing Gronk, they'll figure out a way to put points on the board. And I think their defense is going to be really, really good this year. Um, so I have New England uh, another year of owning the East. I also have New England owning the East. I do not have them as a one seed. I have them as the two seed. Uh, just there's a that second half of their schedule is actually fairly tough. That I mean they're going to be seven and zero or seven and or six and one to start the year, but that back half of the schedule is a little tough. Maybe that's when Gronk makes his reappearance. Although after seeing what he said the other day, I don't think he comes back ever again. But everybody thinks he might come back. Now, did you see his uh, girlfriend was selected as the swimsuit cover model? She's from Connecticut, right? Yeah. God bless him. He's going to be in the covers. God Sports bless Illustrated. him. Yep. So everybody pick the Patriots. The AFC North. Do you want me to lead off with this one? Uh, it's your call. I'll lead off. All right. I want to get you happy. Okay. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers not only winning the division as the number one seed in the AFC, the Patriots will have to go to Heinz Field to make it to the Super Bowl. I am liking the sounds of that. I like how they've improved that defense. I think they can put pressure up the middle on Mr. Brady. That's exactly what you need to do. I don't think they downgraded at all at wide receiver. In fact, I think they've they made it easier for Big Ben to throw the ball around a lot a little bit better. And running back, you don't need a stud running back in the NFL anymore. You can do running back by committee. I have the Steelers as the one seed in the AFC. I also have the Steelers winning the North. Um, I feel like I'm not really a true homer. I try to be fairly non-biased with the steel. I, I call them out when they're when they're bad. I, I agree. I like this T 
team not as talented as last year on offense. Definitely more talented on defense. Uh, Devin Bush will be a difference maker. Uh, I have bet him on my bookie as a uh, defensive rookie of the year. Use promo code Darth at checkout, my bookie AG. There we go. <laughs> um, I think, though, knowing that division, um, knowing the Ravens are there, uh, Cleveland much improved this year. Their defense is going to be tough. I see them having a tough enough schedule where I have the Steelers as the three seed Ooh. in the AFC. So they're the three seed. The Chiefs. Oh, so you got Chiefs, Patriots, one, two? Yes. Okay. Wild cards. My wild cards, I have your Tennessee Titans. Ooh, he likes the Titans also. As Very a wild good. card. And coming out of the AFC North, it's not the Cleveland Browns. Oh, <laughs> a tease. I have witnessed the Biner fumble. I have witnessed the Elway drive. This team will figure out a way to implode. Something will go wrong, and the wheels will fall off the Cleveland Browns. I have the Baltimore Ravens, led by Lamar Jackson in that run game. They're always going to play good defense. Harbaugh's a great coach. I have the Ravens sneaking in as the sixth seed. Wow. Very nice. So I know we have some Browns fans listening. Darth Wager and AK-47 picked. The Browns and the Chargers both to be wildcard teams. I am also taking the Ravens as a wildcard team. I like how they have switched it up. They're zigging while everybody's zagging or vice versa. But my other wildcard team is out of the West, the team with the best defense in the NFL, the Denver Broncos with Vic Fangio. I think he even might be coach of the year. Uh, not an easy schedule, but I think they will really give some problems in the playoffs with the defense that they have. So I have Ravens and Broncos as the wild card. NFC Championship. Who you got in the championship game? All right. So first of all, wild card games. I have Minnesota versus the Rams. Okay. And I have Seattle versus Atlanta. Okay. Uh, I have Seattle coming out uh, to play the uh, – I have so I have the Rams. No, did I mess this up? Let me see here. I said Rams and Atlanta were my wild cards. All right, so I had the th four-seed Seattle playing Atlanta, the six-seed, and I have Seattle winning that game. That'd be the the five-seed, four versus five. Four-five, correct. Yep. And then I have uh, – let me see here. The Rams. I messed this up. Let me fix this quick. So I have the Rams as my five-seed. I have Seattle. As the four? Yes. So, so Rams, I, I Seahawks. Rams, Seahawks. Yep. Uh, I have the Seahawks. And then I have uh, Minnesota as my three playing, playing Atlanta, and I have Minnesota coming out of that game. The, a rematch of, of opening day. Rematch. Vikings and Falcons. So that leaves my division as I have Seattle against Dallas, and I have Dallas making it to the championship, and then I have Minnesota Saints. against the Saints. Again! And I have Minnesota this time pulling out the W. Who? And then who wins? So Dallas versus Minnesota for the NFC Championship. And I have the boys headed back to the Super Bowl. The Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. So in the NFC, I have the Lions as a sixth seed. 
they are they are going to face uh, the Falcons, the three seed, and they'll lose. I have the Eagles, the five seed, playing uh, the Rams, the four seed, and the Rams win that one. So then I have Vikings, Cowboys, uh, one two. Cowboys are the one seed. They are going to face uh, the West champion Rams. I have them losing to the Rams. Uh, the Vikings versus the Falcons, a very tough game. But I have the Vikings advancing. I have a Vikings-Rams NFC Championship with the Vikings advancing to the Super Bowl. What do you got in the AFC? All right, so we both have the Minnesota going far. Um, you, you have them a little farther. Uh, so I have um, the wild card game is going to be a rematch, Steelers versus the Ravens. Oh. I have the Steelers pulling that one out. That's a 3-6 matchup. Take the points in that one. And then my 4-5, <laughs> absolutely, will be the Texans uh, against the Titans. And I have the Texans advancing to the divisional round. Uh, then we get my classic heartbreak Steelers-Pats in Foxborough. The divisional round. And as usual, the Pats find their magic and knock off the steel. Oh, my gosh. You picked against City. the Steelers. Yep. Heartbreak City for me. And then I have the Texans traveling to Kansas City where Kansas City handles business. And then we have a rematch of last year's playoff game. It's Kansas City Patriots. And this time, Kansas City advances to the Super Bowl. Oh, all right. I have a much different path in the AFC. So I, I have the Steelers as the one seed. My two seed is the Patriots. So we have the three seed Chiefs going against the Ravens. Very tough game. It is a difference in style. The Patriots held on to that ball for a very long time against the Chiefs, and that's why they pulled it out. The Ravens will follow that ball blueprint and the Ravens will upset the Chiefs in the wild card round. The Broncos will play the Titans. The Titans get in, battle of the two best defenses, first team to get double digits wins. I'm taking the Broncos. Another upset in the divisional round. We haven't had a lot of upsets in the NFL probably since like the the Giants and and, uh, Ravens went on their little runs as wild card teams kept going on the road and winning. So the Patriots and Steelers kind of get a break. You get the Steelers facing the Broncos at home, the sixth seed. You get the Ravens going to the Patriots. The Patriots, their, their, their kryptonite is Harbaugh. They get by them, though. The Patriots survive. They get by the Ravens. The Broncos give the Steelers a fight, but they lose. So you have Steelers-Patriots championship game at Heinz Field. I have the Steelers beating the Patriots, finally breaking through. And we have a rematch of Super Bowl Nine. We have Steelers, Vikings, Chuck Knoll versus, versus uh, uh, what's the, uh, he came out in a t-shirt for the Vikings. Bud Grant, he's 90-something years old, came out in a t-shirt outside at, at Vikings, at the Vikings Stadium for a playoff game. In a t-shirt. We have a rematch. Super Bowl nine. It was 2-0 at halftime in that Super Bowl, if you did, if you don't remember. It was in 1974. 
It was played at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans. There were 20 Hall of Famers playing in that game in wow. Super Bowl Nine. The final score was 16-6. to six. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? So I have KC Dallas matched up, and Andy Reid finally gets his first Super Bowl title. He finally breaks through. In Kansas City. Oh, the poor cowboy. Poor Jerry Jones. All he wants to do is have one more title before he dies. Well, Vikings, 0-4 in the Super Bowl. Defeated by the Orange. No, they got defeated by, let's see. Steelers. Steelers, Dallas. I need my brother-in-law here. He can recite every Super Bowl and almost the exact score for every single Super Bowl. Um, I know they've lost four. They will not lose a fifth. They are beating the Steelers in the rematch. The Vikings win the Super Bowl. Mike Zimmer. The Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings advance. They hold up the Lombardi Trophy. Finally, after all these years, after getting pummeled in the 70s. There you have it. Our predictions. Don't forget to revisit these back in January. Do we we should we should we'll do a live pod. Well, of course they're live. Everyone's live when we do it. We'll do a pod. We'll look back at these. We'll look at them again. Yep, yep. And we'll look wow. at them the week of the Super Bowl and talk shit to each other about what happened. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> I, I hope you beat me on this one. Uh, well, hope you enjoyed the uh, the prediction from Nikki Guns and Coach Belanger. And you listen to the college football picks where the Gambling Chalk Talk podcast guys were hot in week one. If you you could have followed any of us in one money, everybody won money. If you're following us, hopefully week two is the same. Uh, you listen to the Darth Wager, Darth Wager, and I talk about that at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, don't forget to visit my bookie AG. Join the super contest. You're running out of time. This is posting on a Tuesday, September third. You got to sign up before the fifth. Use the promo code Darth when you sign up. You get a fifty percent sign up bonus. Pay the hundred dollars. Enter the Super Contest. Pick five games against the spread. You can win $100,000. There's $150,000 in prizes. Do that. Use promo code DARTH at checkout. You play, you win, you get paid at MyBookieAG. Go to GamblingChalkTalkPodcast.com. All the free picks are there. College football picks are there. From myself, Darth Wager, Nikki Guns, AK47. Win yourself some money. Click on an Amazon banner ad. Buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show and no additional cost to you. And don't forget I'm an author of the Ali Armini series. Say, say maybe you're going to Vegas during the NFL season. We might be making a trip. The, guy, the podcast guys might be making a trip during the NFL season. You need a book to read on the flight. I suggest reading a book that I wrote. There's three of them. Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. They're quick reads. They're about 250, 203, 275 pages long. Chapters are nice and short. Because, you know, you know, I don't have a, a, a long attention span either. So I like to make the chapter short so it's easy for people to leave off on. Uh, get that from the wordverb.com. That's my publisher. And, uh, and if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, download to your favorite electronic reading device. Buy it on Amazon as well. There you have it, folks. Podcast 243. Hope you have a great start to your work week.